Welcome to the I Feel You podcast, a show all about mental health, race, love, and all things life. One conversation at a time with human therapists, Adriana Martinez, Lena Nicodemus, and dope guests from different places and spaces. This is not a substitute for counseling with a licensed professional, just the coolest waiting room you've ever been to. Welcome back to the I Feel You podcast. My name is Adriana. And I'm Lena. And today we're in the waiting room with Carlos Martinez. Say hi to everybody, Carlos. Hi, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you didn't notice the last names matching up, it's because Carlos is Adriana's brother. Yeah. I am indeed. <laughs> thank you for Thank you for inviting me and thank you for... Um, yeah, just having me on the show. I've listened to most of your guys' stuff. Um, and it's pretty funny. Um, but besides that, it's pretty insightful too. Um, I don't know, I don't know much about therapy. Um, and it's always, I have to do like research after I listen to stuff because you guys will say things that I'm like, okay, that sounds cool, but what does it really mean? Um, so it's been Mm -hmm. pretty insightful for me to listen and and really dig into it because the Lord knows I need it. So um, <laughs> you and us go. both, my guy. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. Um, you know, we knew you were going to have you on at some point. We didn't know it was going to be today. But uh, yeah, thanks for showing up. Uh, and not to get all, you know, mushy so early on in the, in the episode, but you usually do show up for me, bro. So thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This is better yeah. than the family therapy I was expecting we would have to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. What do you guys want to talk about today? Well, um, what we had thought of starting with is uh, we both listened to recent, the most recent episode of Carlos's podcast, uh, one of his podcasts uh, called Oliver Sudden. Which, by the way, where did that name come from? Um, it's just a wordplay on all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, it's simply just uh, something that one of our, well, Nick, who's the, my partner in crime on that podcast, uh, came up with. And it's just, uh, it's kind of a dig at people. So we tend to have the same group of friends. Well, we have, we have a very similar group of friends and then we have individual, you know, d- different bubble of friends. But in the group that he had, um, he would say, oh, all of a sudden you want to have a shot or you want to take a shot or, or you want to go, you know, this place. But an hour ago you were being a crappy patty about it. Mm. So it's just like, oh, all of a sudden, um, you know, so that's, it's all it is. It's not, it's not very smart. It's just, <laughs> it's just a <laughs> wordplay thing. No, I, th- I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in the most recent episode of your podcast, you were talking, you guys were talking about, um, you know, fears and going to therapy and um, all of that. And uh, so, you know, one thing I wanted to start with was uh, I thought it was hilarious what you guys were saying about about uh calling a therapist and nick was like was it a man or a woman and then you guys were talking about how funny it'd be if it was 
a woman. And it's Mm -hmm. something that, you know, obviously Adrian and I are probably both aware of, you know, is uh, like there's the the term of transference, um, which is like basically what, uh, you know, your client is using the therapist as to like displace these feelings onto from their life or whatever. And so there's this like concept of like erotic transference, which is when like the client becomes like attracted to the therapist or whatever. But I don't Holy think moly. it's Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that know. common though. But Yeah. You would know. think it's pretty common. Like I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm I think that way, but like uh you would think that I mean, there's a lot of attractive people on both sides, right? Both women and, and men. And mm-hmm. so you would think that that would happen often, especially if the therapist happens to be single. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I don't know how to like, how do you deal with that? Right? Like, how do you approach that? Because you're not supposed to cross that, like that, that like professional. Yeah. There's like an entire booklet. Yeah. There's an entire booklet on don't having, not having sex with your therapist. So it's, it's oh, a thing. I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking about <laughs> just like, just like, you know, just like even expressing any sort of interest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it would be difficult for me. I'd probably be like, I'd probably like if I had women therapists, I'd probably be like switching therapists every other week because of that. Cause I just, I'd just be falling in love and you know, I just wouldn't get therapized. I would just get, <laughs> I'll just fall in love and I would just end up killing myself because none of my therapists love me back or something. Oh my God. Shit. You know what Shit I'm saying? No, like, I feel like that would happen to me, but I don't know. What do I, mean, I know? Yeah. I guess that's why I always pick like women in their late fifties to, <laughs> I mean, not that you can't be attractive, you know, at that age, I'm sure. Yeah. Hoping, but you yeah. know, I, they feel very maternal to me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you mean you, like your therapist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another thing that's weird to me too about not we- Sorry. I, I use that word a lot, but that's like, um, I just like a curious thing where it's like therapists have therapists. Cause like mm. in other professions, like, I don't know that that exists as much. Like if a mechanic is just going to fix his own car. Um, mm. A doctor could probably diagnose himself. Maybe he can't like inject himself with or herself with drugs. But um, most other things you could, you know, you could do yourself if you're a pro mm. at that thing. And then therapy, it's like, why can't you do that? It's just weird, right? Like just to think about like, well, I know what to do. I tell people what to do and they pay me to tell them kind of, you know, to express their feelings or whatever it is. But um yeah, have you guys ever thought about how that's different than other other like fields? Yeah, I it's funny cuz I think that well, Lena and I Lena and I would just therapize each other sometimes too, so there's that. There's therapists talking to therapist friends and then there's therapists talking to professional therapists that you know are not our friends and it's kind of weird. Like I've jumped I've jumped a lot with their therapists because, you know, I know what they're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, see. I know, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't, I don't, I don't want a therapist who is talking to me so much as a therapist as someone to, you know, I don't know if it makes sense, but like, yeah, I don't like, want you don't want to go to like a, yeah, you don't want to go to like a magic show as a magician. Cause you like, you know how they're doing the tricks or whatever. Right. Like, it's that kind of thing where you're like, 
man, this sucks. I'm not, I'm not stimulated or I'm not like kind of like that. Right. Like, and yeah. you're, instead of like just enjoying it, you're trying to, you're trying to point out at the, you're trying to mm. point out the things that they're doing. I, do, I yeah. used to do the same thing as a musician. Um, I actually fell out of love with music for a very long time because, um, and especially seeing it live because I was more focused on like how they were doing things or, you know, what instruments they had or instead of just going and enjoying music for what it was. And in all, all intents and purposes, that was my therapy. Like going to shows was my therapy. Um, I mean, I would get blackout drunk many times and then that's when the therapy stopped, I guess. But um, like, other than that, like before that it was fine. Like it was something that I enjoyed, but yeah, for many, many years, I was like, this sucks. I don't, I don't want to go to shows. I don't want to do it because I knew the magic behind the, behind Mm -hmm. the curtain kind of thing. And it was just hard for to enjoy it anymore. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's what, so I, I really enjoyed my last therapist and unfortunately it was very short term and she had told me, you know, I'm only going to be doing this for a couple months. And I just really liked her. And like, it was the relationship. It was just her realness that I really enjoyed and that she was just calling me out like left and right, but like in a really compassionate, loving way that I really was able to receive it. Whereas other therapists, like they would do the whole, you know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going kind of script on, on the therapist side. Cause I think there is a, there is magic there too, but she knew I was a therapist. So she wasn't going to go down that road. She, she knew that, you know, what I needed was like space to be held. Um, and that's, mm-hmm. I know it sounds weird, but you know, and she'd just be like, you know, this, like, why are you doing this? Like she would really call me out in ways that I, I really appreciated. So I think once I was like, oh, we're just two people talking and like, you're not seeing me as someone who needs to get, have their shit together. Cause sometimes it's also like for me going in and being like, I'm a therapist, I'm in the field. Like I almost get this sense and this is just my projection, but I get the sense that they're just gonna, they're going to assume I know. And that I'm just gonna, we're just like, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, Lena, but my last therapist really was dope. And unfortunately I had to switch over and we'll see what's up with this new person but um I don't know what your thoughts are on that Lena yeah I mean I think it's like it's different because unlike I mean uh a you know I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this it's like yeah we don't know everything and I certainly can it's a lot easier to you know help other people with their stuff versus see things objectively on your own part um so like, like you have know, you ever I, tried to tickle yourself? Sorry, this was super random, but like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. That shit don't work. It just no. hurts. You just end up like with bruises. Shit. Because you're I just, just like keep pressing harder, hoping. That yeah, you're just trying. Yeah, you're just like pressing harder, and then you're just like, like a tiger mauled you or something. But it's no. It's like you have to explain to people you actually try to tickle yourself for six hours. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I tried to do that though. Yeah. let's all do it now um no not, but that's you know it's 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 maybe like that i don't know why i just made that parallel but anyway yeah. sorry lena I it totally is kind of like that though right it's like you could probably tickle somebody else really easily depending on how ticklish <laughs> they are but yeah. you can't you can't no matter how good of a tickler you are you can't yeah you could be like the best tickler it's just not gonna work um yeah. i think i i'll take i'll own that i'm sorry i interrupted it 
uh, Lena, okay. you were you were saying something super. No, deep no, I I started I talking that's about that's because I was trying to find an analogy for it, um, and that was the perfect one because I was going to compare yeah. it to being a dentist, but a dentist can't even fix their own teeth. So, <laughs> mm, I don't know. I would. Can I would they fix their own that. teeth? I would do better. Yeah, like I'd probably try. Like if I was a dentist, and like, you'd like be standing in a mirror, like yeah, yeah, but like you, you need seen- your wisdom teeth out or something. You're gonna. It's like you can't mm. do that. Yeah. Have you seen Castaway? Yeah. <laughs> oh Remember God. when he's in the cave and then he's got the the skate and then he like knocks himself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but the tooth came out. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying that people should do that, um, but uh, I'm just saying like a dentist could probably do it in a more um, skillful, eloquent way. way. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Well, but then again, like if they can't like give their themselves anesthesia, right? Because they'd like fall asleep and then they just wake up and they're the same. Yeah. Right. Right. right like it, that would be like, damn it, I fell asleep again. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to take just, my teeth out. And they just never get their molars out or whatever. But they, they refuse to go to another one. Addicted to laughing gas, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and then they also kill themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> um but have you guys thought about like not telling the therapist that you're a therapist or is that part of the deal that you have to tell them what you do yeah you don't have to tell them i mean i've definitely thought about it because sometimes because sometimes i don't like when they're like you know this i'm like bitch i don't obviously <laughs> like, if i knew like I yeah i know how this applies to other people but like you know it's like I I've been along for the entire ride of my life versus just getting the the highlights from somebody else's, you know, it's like trying to understand yeah. the meaning of like a hundred years of solitude versus reading like the spark notes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You guys should get like, um, you know, like those costumes with the glasses and the mustache and then like the eyeballs as a disguise. <laughs> Cause I think I, I think like therapists would be able to tell if you're a therapist, but if you walk in with one of those and like a detective coat, that's the costume I'm thinking about right now, but I'm just no, like, I any think cost- that's legit. Think you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, Oh, I'm not a therapist. I'm here to be therapized. And then they, <laughs> they're like, Oh, definitely not. a therapist. They're like, definitely not a therapist. And then they're they, like calling nine one one on the side. <laughs> yeah. Those costumes like what's under that trench coat. Exactly. Nothing. It's, not, it's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh, nothing. Commando. I'm empty inside. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told uh, you I needed therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, I've always thought of that kind of dynamic when it comes to therapy. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've never thought of not telling them that I wasn't a therapist. I think because I want them to be like scared, you know? <laughs> like oh like you better like do I a want, good job like you need to do a good job i'm quick <laughs> you, you need problems. to fix me in, in six sessions i you know what's funny my last therapist was like i get the sense that you think that you're gonna be here just for like six sessions and i was like what <laughs> but she was right like i really was like come on let's get this going i got clients to see <laughs> yeah right Right. But she really slowed me down. I, I mean, I think it took me a long time to find this one therapist, but I think that's the thing too, is writing, finding the right match is so important. I think it can turn people off. If you find someone who you don't, 
you don't have a good relationship with because that's the foundation of therapy is to have a therapist you like and that you can and that you can you know really feel comfortable otherwise you're just showing up to check a box to be honest right Mm -hmm. yeah um we mentioned that I'm I'm gonna start doing therapy, right? We said that already. Yeah. No. Oh. You mentioned it on well, Oliver, so yeah. but I don't think we really talked about it. So oh, okay. What are you yeah. Doing? Like I caught up on the therapist part. Right? No, that's okay. Say it lo- that's loud what... and proud. Loud and proud, brother. Um, I'm going to attempt to go to therapy. Um, a few weeks ago, I had a consultation. Um, and that was one of the things. It was um, he was he was like talking about whether we were like right for each other um mm. which felt awkward because like you like how do you really know right like when you're dating someone you like you go on a series of dates unless it's one of those like cheesy things where you fall in love on the first date or whatever which i don't i think is bullshit but um like yeah like you got to got to figure it out quick and then move on to the meat and potatoes of like the actual therapizing or whatever you know um and i think that that's something that's very nerve-wracking for me it's like i had a 30-minute conversation with this dude that i don't know and then besides that like on top of that it's a very transactional thing right it's a financial transaction that you're so now you're like you know is this person like saying what they think i want to hear like it's just this Hmm. i I get i like i'm already getting in my own head about it but um i hope that the first therapist that i go to um ends up being ends up working and ends up being one that i'm with for however long you know i should be with them and that's another thing it's like when do you know that you're quote unquote fixed and i asked them that i'm like hey is is there i think i caught him off guard because i was asking him some stuff that he was like uh but like I asked them, I'm like, hey, like, when do you know that like you're you don't need to go to therapy anymore? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, like, at what point am I, you know, am I, am I quote free? unquote fixed? <laughs> yeah, like, and he's like, you're never really fixed. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I kind of knew that, but I I was hoping for him to be like, well, you know, successions, like you said. <laughs> like, I'm like, sweet. Like, there's an end date to this, and like, there's a uh, like anything else you you get it repaired and it's hopefully repaired forever or for a long time. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I I hope that it works. I hope that um, I'm able to, you know, actually like give myself a hundred percent because I already know that I probably won't. Um, But I'm hoping that I, that I can and um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, It's been a very long time coming. Um, So yeah, I, I don't know. Like, Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can report back at some point and say that I'm a real boy. So. <laughs> oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Don't say that. And he's not going to talk for the rest of the episode, man. Yeah, no. you're, you are, Carlos, you're a real boy. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you that when we were younger, but you've always been a real boy to me. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah. So, uh, but don't, don't not go to therapy. Like you have to go. Um, so I have a question. What, um, what kind of played into the decision of, of not going to therapy before Mm. now? Like what, what created that 
obstacle for you? Or maybe, I don't know. Can you tell us about that experience? Yeah. Um, there's a couple, well, there's, I think two main reasons. Um, I think that what has kept me from therapy um, has been my ability to like mask it through like either humor or like ego or just staying really, really busy. Um, And recently I've realized, come to realize that that's only like, that's only brought me to this point but i don't know how much longer it's going to carry me um and it's interesting i um i'm a huge comedy fan like to the point i'm just a geek right when it comes to comedy whether it's stand-up whether it's improv whatever it is and one of my um one of the favorite my favorite writers is uh, neil brennan i don't know if you guys know who neil brennan is but he's he actually was dave Chappelle's writing partner um he helped write half-baked and the Chappelle show which I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, it's, it's brilliant, right? Um, mm-hmm. And when you guys have a chance, go check out uh, Neil Brennan's special on Netflix because he did this thing where it was one-liners, it was stand-up, and then it was serious stuff, right? With, you know, still being funny, but it was serious things. He literally had three microphones up on stage. Um, and... I, it's, I'm not going to go as far as saying that it changed my life, but it kind of did. Um, and it made me understand that like, it's okay to be like, like he, he's, you, you, you hear him talk about like do a stand up, and then you hear him talk about the serious stuff and it's still the same person wearing the same clothes, you know? And it's it, for me, many times it was like, I, I felt like I couldn't be, like both i felt like i had to be one or the other um so long story short um he actually i don't know it was weird he actually mentions that he's like what's kept me alive to this point was my ego and my and staying busy and when i heard that i was like holy shit like you know is he spying on me like what the hell like like you know but i mean i I just felt like man like that's amazing and he's a comedian um so, but he, and then he says, like, I, I felt like that was only going to carry me so far. And there was a couple of things that happened in his life where he was like, I can't just continue relying on, on these things, right. On his humor, staying busy um, and his ego. So he started doing things like ketamine and shock therapy, all this gnarly stuff that I've never done, but um, there's that. And then there's the sense of people around me at the moment that I think are concerned. Um, so yeah, one is very tangible and like, and the other one is um, something that just I happen to land on Netflix and like see and it's like, whoa, that's crazy. But if you see it, like I, I literally cried when I saw it, which is like, you never think you're going to cry during a comedy special on Netflix. But um, yeah, it just everything about it was like, like it was, I almost felt like it was my first therapy session. It was crazy. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it. So when you had your consult with your therapist, did you ask him if he's similar to Neil Brennan? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'll ask him though. I'll be like, Hey, do you know Neil Brennan? And then he says, no, I'll hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you can do is you can be like, if you really want to know me, like say something that like a th- would make a therapist 
like be like oh shit be like if you care about me as your client at all you'll watch this comedy special yeah exactly that's like that yeah will get, i've had clients say that like hey have you seen and i was like oh no should i see it this is about me i was like oh okay <laughs> and i do <laughs> i mean you know i think it's it's relationship right and if something does matter to the client i mean lena you've talked about your client uh and clients i don't know which client i'm not i'm just thinking about what you said is you're listening to now a podcast because you know your client suggested it and then you know you are you're listening to it right and mm-hmm. in some ways that also brings you back to connecting to your client like what what gets them thinking about certain things like what you know i think it is important sometimes to to be in that space and to understand the things that matter to your clients in order to to connect more, just like the rapport, right? And I, that's not to say that you're going to now go like do something like, hey, I got to go skydiving now or hey, I got to go do something crazy. But I think it, it matters. I think little things like that could matter um, in the rapport with the client for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was one of my biggest hesitations too. It's like, it's the classic, what the hell is this stranger going to tell me that, you know, I mean, I've, I've been on this planet 37 37 years it's like and all of a sudden this person's just gonna tell me something magical and like sprinkle some fairy dust and then i'm gonna be cool like that's how it felt you know what i mean it's like so one of the things i did i think i talked about it on our episode um our podcast was that i intentionally picked the picked the male going back to that question of whether <laughs> female, um was because i felt like at some point i'm gonna come to a head with certain topics that is going to be that I think I'm probably going to have a hard time relaying to to um, a woman. Um, not necessarily, right? Like, I, you know, I'm sure there's um, a lot of women therapists that can relate to a male's stuff. But that was just my initial thought. Like, it was just like, okay, I have to pick one. Which one do I pick? Uh, this one. And honestly, like, that's kind of how it went. Like, I read the <laughs> the whatever the bios and some of them even had like these videos that they recorded. Some of them were really funny, but um, <laughs> sorry, not funny, but like, I don't know. They were just strange because they're, they're trying to sell you on their services and trying to sell someone on services of therapy is just like, you shouldn't, I feel like you shouldn't have to, but anyways, um, it's weird. How bad uh, do you feel about yourself? I can exactly. Help with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you feel lonely. And then yeah. it's like, what? No, it's like, <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> next. Um, but yeah, uh, I, that's why I picked the male. But who knows? Maybe I'll, if this person doesn't work out, I'll pick a woman next or something. I, I don't know. I guess I'm just open to trying things. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody's until. different with that. Yeah. Because I, no, I, I definitely would probably have a hard time seeing a male therapist for the same reason. Um, but or like and i also like seeing therapists who are like older like i said but you know i was talking to a friend about it recently and they were you know it's a guy seeing a girl therapist who's like around his age so like that's interesting that's interesting Um, what about seeing like a therapist that like um has a worse life than you so then it just makes you feel better right away i mean which (laughs) probably probably a lot of them i'm sure um but like they should they should tell you a little bit about them too and like their 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 troubles and then then like 
that in itself will probably be like, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> like, screw this. You pay me, sucker. <laughs> Let me help you. Yeah, dude. Let's talk <laughs> um, about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Over a yeah. beer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and some people just they like they they don't really care about you. Like they don't ask, and like not the like you as a therapist. You know what I mean? Like you know, like some <laughs> they of my don't clients care about you. <laughs> no, I mean like my clients. Like some some of my I've had clients who will like ask me like like will want to like talk to me, and then other clients who you know they might not even know like what my last name is. They'll they'll just be mm-hmm. fine. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll become best buddies and um, we'll uh, we'll be uh, party party animals together at some point. I don't know. That might be kind of cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. so that could be a thing. Like, uh, therapy on a party bus or something, or like at a oh strip joint. At a strip yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like therapy in strange places. Yeah. Lena I mean, that, and Adriana do not endorse any of the things that my brother is saying, just to be really clear. Yeah, don't endorse it. But I'm just saying that, that it's like tax, <laughs> taxi cab confessions, really. Yeah. Except you're, you're a therapist. Yeah. You guys remember that show? Yeah, vaguely. I would yeah, mix I'm that over. one up with uh, the karaoke one, the taxi karaoke. Oh, no, no, no. Completely different. I know the one i'm talking about had a lot of gnarly people and i say that in the most endearing way because i could see myself in taxi cab confessions but adriana did you ever watch it no i i heard of it but and Mm -hmm. i was nodding because i heard of it but i never i never watched it why 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 did you say vaguely like is it old i thought it was kind of Mm -hmm. a newer it's really old it's like mid 90s Oh, okay. I mean, it's not that old, but I thought like that's well, twenty five years. I know, but oh my god! But I still feel like the nineties was like yesterday. You know, I still like say the bomb dot com. The bomb dot com. Mm, yeah, that's that's still relevant. Is it okay? See, I'm I mean, good. I think so. I say it. All right. Yeah, I said yeah, lift the roof show. earlier today. Emma was like, "What? You lift said the what? roof." I, I thought, is it raise the roof or lift it? You said lift the roof. <laughs> I did. You do need therapy. Man. <laughs> no. Wait, I know. And then, and then anyways, it got awkward. I stopped talking after that. Hmm. Um, but it's not lift the roof. Don't say that. Your kids will laugh. It's not even raise the roof. I think you're not even supposed to say that anymore. I think you're just supposed to stay away from the roof. <laughs> yeah, nobody's talking about the roof anymore. <laughs> or the floor. They're not talking about, like, building structures. No. Okay. Dated. Okay. Well, there we go. I'm going to now try to watch. Where would I watch Taxi Cab Confessions anyways? Now? I, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I don't know where YouTube. you would be. Probably YouTube. Probably YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, but it was basically just normal taxi drivers riding around different cities. Um, it started in New York, I believe. And the they would always have a camera going at all times, pointing at the back seat. And then you would just have characters, right? Just these Muppets at sometimes who were just like <laughs> off. You know, they were just, I mean, like there was also a huge like rape culture 
in the 90s, right? Oh, yeah. So a lot of them were on E um, or whatever they might be on. And, and they, would just, uh, they would just talk. And some of it got deep. Like, it literally felt like therapy. Like, they would talk about, you know, suicide and infidelity and all this stuff. And it was basically broadcast on HBO for the world to see. Obviously, they had to sign off on it because at the end they would say, like, hey, this is taxi cab confessions and a lot of them would. Um, but it's one of those things where you're like, wow, I'm not that bad off. You know, like there was some people who were just really, really quote unquote, right. Messed up. I don't know if that's the right thing to say or the PC thing to say, but um, yeah, it felt, it felt, uh, felt pretty deep sometimes. Yeah. Well, humans are messy. We're just messing. I, I mean, you said messed up. I mean, I think it's, like an extension of being messy and just being human so yeah um I don't know I mean it'd be interesting like therapist confessions right like that'd be like a whole other show <laughs> like yeah because you know like Lena and I have talked about I think in the first episode maybe even just talking about why we get into this field right like it, it, I wouldn't say it's for the money shocker, but like, it's not the money. Um, we, I think there is an experience like a lived experience. Um, at least for me, I'll say that, but I, I think it's common, um, for therapists to have their lived experience with, with mental health and illnesses and disorders or, you know, experiences that have really, um, that have really hit you know, them and that they've done their own work on. And now they're like, oh, like I want to do this and kind of give back to clients in a way that I felt, you know, uh, helped me. But that's, that's been like, I didn't even know I was going to be a therapist. Like I really did fall into therapy. I thought I was going to be, well, I am a social worker, but I, I thought I was going to do more of the like resources and advocacy and case management and like more of the things that are not as clinical. Um, and then I fell into this and I was like, oh, damn, this is cool. Um, this feels, this feels good for me as a profession. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't think it's any different. Like you're saying, you're basically saying that it's, it's self-serving in, in, in a, in a big way. Right. But I don't think that that's any different than any other profession. It just happens to be that it's, it's stigmatized. Uh, I think a lot of times, um, and if you're dealing with feelings instead of something tangible that you can build or knock down or, or whatever the case may be. In this case, you're not really seeing necessarily your feelings. So that's why um, it might feel maybe a little bit more self-serving because you're talking about your own personal feelings than, you know, versus something that people can see and buy and take away and take, you know, et cetera. Um, But like, I don't see it as any, well, I guess for me, it's different. Like um, what I do can also kind of be self-serving, I guess. I think I talked about it, right? It was like, do I wake up like super energized and amped about audiovisual equipment? <laughs> like, no, not, no, sorry. I just don't. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's more about, uh, it's more about the end goal and, and like getting there and, and being triumphant and then, moving on to the next thing. So yeah, I, I don't know. That's, it's always been like that for me. So I guess for me, self-serving is the fact that I'm able to win and I'm able to like 
call out my successes and then hopefully I get enough in a row that it carries me, you know, but like that, that's burned me out. You know, I've been doing that for, from a career standpoint, at least for, I don't know, 15 years now, 16 years. Like that's how long my professional career has been. And so, you know, I'm 37. If I think about another 15 years of that, where does that put me? Right. Um, and, and then what? And so I think that that's another reason um, going back to your guys' question as to why I delayed the whole therapy thing for so long. Um, it's because I've always felt like I have time, like I'll do it later. Like I'll, this term of self-care, you know, like I'll just, I can always do it later right now. I have to worry about winning um, or, I, you know, like I talked about in the episode, being the underdog and, and showing people that I can do shit and that I can do it better than them and that I will do it better than them. Um, but now with two girls and married, um, the sense of time uh, um, has become a very real thing versus just an infinite bucket of, you know, matter. Before it just felt like it was just an infinite bucket of, of matter, right? This thing, time, this thing called time. And so that's another reason why I was, wasn't doing it or hadn't done it and kind of why I am doing it now because it's like I can't do this another 15 years and um, not really try and figure out what the hell is going on. I mean, I can, but it'll be very destructive, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You, you did talk about this in the Oliver Sutton uh, episode. Um, I don't know. What episode is it? Just to give it a shout out. What, what number are you guys on? Uh, it's the ninth episode. Okay. So on episode nine, um, this idea, I think Nick asked you, like, what are you scared about? Or what are you most worried about going into therapy? Um, I, 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 think, I think your response is, is common. And so I kind of wanted to see if you wanted to share what your response is and what your worry is or what your fear is once you're in therapy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just, yeah, it's just like, uh, opening Pandora's box and just, uh, uh, avoiding what I, what I think I've been avoiding. And that's the thing, right? I don't even really know. I mean, I know some things that I've been avoiding. Like I know the, like the life experiences that are probably going to come up. I I know that I don't want to really talk about those. Um, yeah. But uh, there's probably other stuff that's going to come up that I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't want to be blindsided. Like being blindsided scares me. I'm the kind of person um, and, you know, I don't know if it's controlling or paranoia, but especially now as a business owner, it's it's like I need to know everything and I almost need to be involved in everything. And I don't like to be surprised. And so, you know, in this Talk case. Talk about surprising yourself. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. In this case, it's like, it's a monster within me, right? Like, it's, it's a demon within me that's like going to pop up. I, I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. Like, if you want to ask me how I can deal with something in music or something in business or something in whatever, whatever I, I you know, I feel like I'm kind of good at, um, like I can deal with that, but how I'm going to deal with this, I have no idea. And that's pretty scary. Like not knowing how I'm going to mitigate 
Um, or if I'm going to at all, or if I'm just going to be like, forget this shit, like I'm out, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, I think that's the main reason. Um, and, and yeah, like I actually asked my therapist, I was like, has there ever been any, anyone you like that you couldn't, I don't, I don't remember how I asked it. I think I said like, is there anyone you've ever had as a client that just wasn't helpable or something like that? Like, that like you just couldn't help, you know, like it was just Dude, like a yeah, lost you cause. You did hit up with the hard questions. Eh? Yeah. I was like, is there, is there anyone? You're like, that what's you your just, track record, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you, are you heavyweight champion of the world? Or are you like just a punching bag dog? Um, are you going to let me die? <laughs> like, yeah. What are we talking about here? Homeboy. Um, but that's just it, right? Like, I, I don't like, I want a winning therapist. Like I want a dude. <laughs> that's that's legit. Like, absolutely. Like just like anything else, I don't want someone to come fix my plumbing and then they fuck up my wall. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's like, bro, you're fixing the, the bathrooms upstairs. You're in my garage and there's holes in it. Like what's going on? Um, but like I did go into it like that because I want to know, I want to know, like what happens? Like what happens if this happens? And he's like, uh, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, like, has there ever been someone? And you don't need to give me their name or anything. Like, I'm not gonna go. You know, <laughs> go it's not like I'm gonna. Them. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not asking for I gotta a go referral. Get his story, man. Yeah, exactly. I'll be back. No, but um, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm actually here looking for friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Well." yeah there's there's been times where the you know it hasn't been a good match um and i'm like i don't know dog like i was i was look i was hoping he'd be like no i'm i'm 100 for 100 you know but uh but he wasn't he, he i guess he was honest which was good but yeah like but what happens flawed. If, damn it yeah exactly like what happens uh... if this doesn't work out what happens if you like you know it's like dude sorry your car's totaled, like you're helpless kind of thing. You know, you need a new car. It's like, you need a new brain or you need a new <laughs> you heart. Need a, <laughs> you need, yeah. Like you're fucked. A new heart. <laughs> yeah. This is um, the fucking wizard of Oz, yo. <laughs> yeah. But I that's how like it we, could be. We should do an episode on like how to pick your therapist. Cause you did ask him some good questions. And I think a lot of times people, go into it just kind of like expecting their therapist like straight off the bat to like meet all of their expectations and like you know it's it's hard to know right unless you like interview them first basically I always tell people to do like what you did because you know sometimes it is a matter of not being a good match right like you know it's not necessarily that the person's like too or like that they're unhelpable but they just like are looking for something different um i've only had you know a couple times where i've had to like you know what we say like refer them to a higher level of care because they like you know needed more than like weekly one-on-one therapy but you know that's uh, you know it happens but yeah yeah I don't, yeah that's i mean that's honest though right it's like can't help you homeboy you know you need to go yeah, see the like Lord. Yeah, like they needed some, they needed like, you know. They need like a higher power. More. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. You need so, God. You need God. You need Jesus. 
<laughs> Jesus with a C-H. Um, yeah. You know, I'm curious about uh, now because of Jesus. Now I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, oh, how did, how did he respond? Like at the end, was he like, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think this is a good match. <laughs> or did he, was, was he stoked to work with you? Nah, he gave me his rates. That's yeah. what he did. He, he gave me his rates. He's like, yo, I, I mean, I can share it. I'm not going to say his name. Um, he's like, it's 200 bucks an hour. I'm like, oh, man, that's expensive, you know? Like, I mean, <laughs> it must be good then because that is pricey. Yeah, I mean, like, and I didn't have a reference, but I'm just thinking, like, if I, once again, go into, like, a mechanic or a masseuse or someone to fix my computer, um, even our lawyer, I don't think, is 200 bucks an hour, right? And and he's a really good lawyer. He'll put you in jail. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Watch out. Go to jail. But um, yeah. Like, to, sorry, I didn't mean to threaten your guys' audience. Like, I'm just kidding. no. I didn't even get you to sign a waiver. That's what I'm fucking worried about now. <laughs> oh shit. We need a lawyer, dude. Yeah, you yeah. guys need a lawyer up, fools. Uh, but uh, yeah, like 200 bucks. You know. Like that's what, that's how it ended. He's like, yeah, I think this could work. And then it's one of those things where you're like, are you just bullshitting me? Like, do you tell everyone that it'll work? Like, why are we even doing this consultation? If you're going to tell everyone the same thing, it's like, why don't we just go get to the nitty gritty, you know, like, let's, let's like really get down to it, homie. Like we don't need to, we don't need to, you know, prance around and, and pretend, but it did. I, I got to say, now that you bring it up, it did feel like, he probably does the consultation with everyone and probably tells everyone. And I don't know if that's normal. Like, I don't know if, you know, maybe he doesn't have enough data to, to, to say like, this is going to work or is not going to work. And that's fair too. Right. Like in any other profession, you don't really know if something is going to be a good relationship either. Um, but uh, yeah, like um, we're going to start uh, the week of December 9th. Uh, mm. over video which is also going to be uh, another a, a new dynamic because the few times that i had thought about going to therapy in the past it was a very romantic like movie like thing right where like i'm sitting on the on the on the leather couch and you're, you're lying you know. on it you're you're supposed to like lay in oh it, yeah right? or you're lying yeah. on it i even like i even pictured like the color it's like caramel like this the one behind me um and it's got like the what do you call it when it has the buttons like the um, the pattern you guys know what i'm talking about that's a hospital a lot of rich then. white people a lot of rich white people have them um oh see i don't have a lot of rich white people friends so i don't know <laughs> mexicans have mexicans have the like uh the plastic on their couch but like uh right. uh what are like you the covers about? no it's like buttons it's like it's like a pattern into the leather Oh, I see what like you're quilted. talking about. Like quilted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like I, I thought I was going to be able to sit on one of those and maybe drink some tea or something. But mm. like it's not. It's going to be in front of a screen. So that might be different from you yeah. too. It'll Hopefully be really relaxed you... on leather though. Like. Oh, really? I, I love it. Is it? I, I think because I get cold easily. It's mm. always cold. Yeah. I like the challenge of it. Like you know, just like waiting for my butt to warm up, <laughs> like 
Hey, this leather is good. It really warmed up my butt real quick. Anyways, that was really inappropriate. What I was really going to ask was, um, damn, I forgot it again. You know, I really need to get on these meds. Like, I didn't pick them up yet, but I keep forgetting what I'm going to say. You have them there? Yeah, that helps me. I didn't take them today, though. Oh, Mm. Mm, I'm sorry. Oh, this is what I was going to say. It's going to be easier to run away from therapy now because you just got to close the laptop, you know? Like, if he says something and you don't like it, you just close the laptop. Just, like, like pull the power cord on your router? (laughs) Yeah. Be like, oh, shit. Yeah, or like I'll just I'll be like, oh, hold on, I left my water bottle in the other room. Like if my therapist asks me something I don't like, I'll just be like, oh, where's my water? Hold on, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. and then you just and then you never come back or what? <laughs> you just never come back. <laughs> and then I come back, but by then I'll just I'll. It's a lot easier to change the subject, you know. That's the thing, though. I think yeah, like Adriana said, like you know, everybody has this fear that it's going to open up this box, and you know, there are going to be moments like, like, you know, even as therapists, like there are some moments where I'm like, yeah, fuck this therapy shit. I don't want to be in therapy anymore. Like this sucks. Like, what do you mean you want to ask me about that? Like, cause yeah, there's always, and that's when, you know, you have a skilled therapist where like, you know, um, like you, they can really handle you bringing up trauma or whatever and not like jump on it like you just threw a baby on the ground or something you know like they'll respond to it but they're not gonna be like oh shit you know like if you scare your therapist gotta get a new therapist man like right i yeah i like just because like i've been in therapy i've been in therapy since i was like 18 or whatever and so you know like i've had you know, therapists ask you about stuff and you tell them that it's like, all right, I'm tired of telling the same story. So like, I didn't, I found this therapist, like looking for someone who like does a specific type of therapy, which is more about like, it's less like psychoanalytic, which is very much like looking at your childhood. And, uh, but then she wanted to know, and I was like, all right, you want the story? And I just like laid out all my childhood traumas, like in one session and uh she wasn't like yeah she didn't really respond you know in that way that i've had them do where they just like you see like the whites of their eyes you know and they just like they just can't handle it like yeah you know that's they should be able to handle whatever you bring up skillfully but even still there are days where it's just like oh man yeah yeah maybe i should maybe i should ask him that like if i threw a baby on the floor Would you flinch? What would you do right would, now? If I would you call the up? would you call the cops or would you be cool, bro? <laughs> if he says I'll be cool, dog, I'll be like, all right, we can do this shit then. Oh my god, no! How many babies are gonna be thrown after this episode? Depends. Depends what his answer is. Oh wow! I just realized that I have like the limbs of a doll that i like pulled apart in my trash can Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what's up and i had a friend crash here the other night and he probably is scared out his mind right he's like what he slept in here because i made like a i made a plant holder out of like the head but then like the legs and stuff (laughs) 
What do you mean? <laughs> Did you get the circular saw? What? Oh no, that one. See, I took a box cutter to it. <laughs> you guys you want? Gotta fill, hey, there you guys you want the my brother? Do you guys want the number of my therapist? <laughs> <laughs> He's cool with baby throwing. <laughs> you said you haven't asked him yet, though. Like I, I this I see. I just I just threw the baby on the floor, and you guys, I saw the whites of your eyes. See? You yeah. Guys can't hang, man. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no, I'll go get the plant holder later, and I'll show it to you. It's cool. It's cool. It's it's weird, but it's cool. Yeah, for sure. I've been living alone for too long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how. To, yeah. I really don't know how to follow that up. Honestly, that should be like a. You know how there's ratings for like uh, you know, like on Yelp or whatever for like any business. So like for therapists, it should be like little babies. And so like if you get like five little babies, it's like oh this homie's like, or this homegirl. They can hang, but if they only have like one baby, it's like, dude, you can only handle one baby being thrown at a time. That's weak, dog. <laughs> no, I feel like that should be the, or no, I guess for a gynecologist, it would be like pictures of vaginas. Yeah, vaginas for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now I feel like um, during my consultations with clients, I should be like, hey, if you threw a baby, I could handle uh, it. No, or, or just throw one <laughs> just randomly in the middle of the session, but not like a real one, obviously, because you'll go to jail. Um, I'll call the cops on you. I'll, I'll tell my lawyer to get you. <laughs> but, but no, like uh, just have like a doll, right? And then just have it ready and just yeah. slam it against the I wall. I have one ready, yeah. Okay, have it you, ready. You have a, a grown-ass adult in your room, fake adult. You have like a – is it a baby? No. Lena's looking around. Well, because Me? just a second ago, I looked over and Iris was looking in the mirror like this, like she saw a ghost or something. So now I'm freaked out. Are you talking about me? No, Lena said she has limbs in her room right now. Oh, right. It's and I think like they're not. I don't think it's a baby though. I think it. Oh, she's she's gonna pick it up. That's great. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna pick it up. <laughs> she doesn't want to do it. She's not gonna do it. I don't want to. Look, if I threw a baby. <laughs> It's the one I tried to turn into a doll, but it looks creepy. <laughs> oh, you cut the head? Oh, I see now. See, so the dirt, the then soil. Then you put the plant in the here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like Silence of the Lambs kind of shit. Okay, that's that right. creepy. Well, okay, the other one doesn't look creepy. This one's creepy. That's why I immediately I took I was like like I thought okay maybe if I like take the head off and I paint it it'll look cool and then like. I was like, no, nah, there's there's no fixing that shit. That's dope. Because you right. guys could be like testing each other, you know, you're like one upping each other. Just be like, like, I feel like that's how you could really build trust. Like, if you guys do some shit and then they don't trip and then they do some shit and you don't trip <laughs> and then it's like before you know it, you guys are doing like some real crime shit, like some real criminal, you know, you're like how down is this fool? And then before you know like, it, you guys are just doing narco shit wow you know like criminal stuff is it okay yeah. to be funny with my therapist like yeah i just don't want them to think that i'm not taking it seriously but it, it really is my way of framing things to not like if like if i don't take something seriously like it's less likely to hurt me i guess uh, i don't yeah. know how to say it but there's very little that i can't joke about 
um, uh, there's like really nothing that I can't joke about. I know that for other people, it it catches them off guard and they're like, dude, are you serious? I mean, like we're talking about throwing babies on the wall, right? Like that for someone, <laughs> for someone, and that's not even, I don't even think that's that dark to be honest because we're obviously, yeah. it's, it's in jest. We're not really talking, you know, we're not, we're not really going to do that. But I don't think, but it's just the kind of thing where uh, I don't, yeah, I guess I I did think about that. Like, how much of my personality am I just going to throw at this homie right away? Because it could be a lot. Like, he could, like, basically meet me and 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 then just get home and be like, honey, you're not going to believe this shit, you know? <laughs> like, this dude is just, I don't know, over the top. And a lot of it is has to do with me not, I'm just kind of desensitized. Like there's nothing that anyone can say that I'm gonna be like, whoa, don't talk about that or don't say that or don't joke about that. Um, so yeah, that's always been a thing that has kind of gotten me in trouble. <laughs> like mm. even to the point where it's like talking about things like, you know, sexual abuse or things like that, where it's like, I know I'm not, when I talk about it or if I'm to maybe not make a joke about it, but if, you know, it's in conversation and we're having fun at the bar, like some people you can see them being, is the word triggered? Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. And then I know that the like peel it back. Cause like there was probably something there. Um, but uh, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't it. think you have to worry about triggering your therapist. Okay, cool. I mean, that's yeah. good. I think that's 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 gonna be his job to take yeah, care of. Yeah, he got take. Yeah, that's your hour, man. You're paying him two hundred bucks. You can you say, say all the jokes you want. You, want. <laughs> you could you know, just walk in with a baby. Oh wait, it's on Zoom. <laughs> I mean, walk like set the camera up, walk out of frame, throw yeah. the baby down, sit down, and be like, all right, what's up? I'm Carlos. Where should we start? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, mm-hmm. two hundred. Yeah, because. <laughs> Yeah, I just I kind of worry about that because like I I do agree that you this person needs to understand who I am if they're going to understand like where the hell I'm coming from. Like and that's going to probably take I think the most time. Um yeah. Just just basing it on like the fact that it's taken people in my life a long time to really get me. Not like my family that's been around me for a long time, but um I have, I think for that same reason, like I have, like, I know a lot of people, but I, but I, I I can't hang out with a lot of people. Meaning like, there's only like probably a dozen that I can genuinely be around without being off putting. Um, And I kind of need them to be one of those people without actually hanging out with them. I'm not going to ask them to like rage out or anything, but um, yeah, I thought about that and how appropriate it is to hide things versus not versus be myself versus not. I don't know. Well, you are, I just want to remind you, uh, you're paying $200 an hour, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm like, shit, I got to raise my rates, man. I know I'm now, I need to, after this, we got to have a talk about, finances um should i have negotiated like now you guys are giving me a complex should i've been like nah man you're not worth 200 like i'll give you much more than my therapist Uh, is but 
Oh, okay, cool. Has he been yeah. practicing for a long time? Um, nah, I think he said he was new. I like. I think he said within the last six months. Wait, really? Is that bad? Wh- is, yeah. Wait, what's what's the letters after his name? Uh, what are the letters? I, I don't know. They're I don't know. <laughs> Therapist. Therapist. <laughs> is he a doctor or he's not a doctor? Man, see, I don't know. Like now, I got now. I'll I'll tell you guys after this episode. Like you know, after we're done recording. But all right, uh, we gotta. You guys can, this is what happens when you try to maybe, talk maybe, to. Maybe he's not even a therapist. <laughs> is he like a life coach or some shit? Yeah, for all for all I know, he's just like a, a lifeguard or something, and he's just like <laughs> a lifeguard. Yeah, and I read like life therapist, but maybe he's just like. Yeah, I don't he's know. He's out here teaching swim lessons and shit. Yeah, he's, he's on like, Baywatch. Hey, maybe I could talk to people about their feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you guys this profile and maybe you guys can. So like, to- yeah, my gate, my frame of reference is like, you know, sometimes it takes like a few therapists to find the right fit. But like, if you go to like three different therapists and you feel like none of them are the right fit, that that's probably you. Right. Yeah, see, you have to go to the common like denominator there. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna get there real quick, but hopefully not. Um, and hopefully I do stick with, with this with this homie. Um, but yeah, uh, well, I'm, but yeah, therapists I'm have heard know. shit. Like I don't know. I feel like I I have clients that I joke around with. I have clients that we don't joke around. You know. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like I mean, definitely. <laughs> If yeah, you don't have to worry about triggering your therapist. I mean, we hear some shit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just I want to be respectful, and even though I'm the one paying, I don't want him to think that I'm not taking it seriously. But I just need him to understand that it's. And maybe I just got to be honest with him. Be like, hey, man. Like, I might say things in a comedic way at times, but I'm not trying to make light of any of it. It might just be how it comes out because that's how i am yeah yeah i know i tell i mean it's i think it might even be on my profile i i talk about using humor as part of uh therapy for me to be honest like i i i'm just gonna show up the way i am and like sometimes i say weird shit and it's awkward and you know i'm quirky in that way and like some clients really appreciate that and i think that's really built some of the relationship and rapport with some of my clients some clients don't take to it but then you know i don't have to be a match for everyone and so i think there is a match for others out there that isn't you know my style so i I, i'm not i guess the way i do therapy i'm pretty i show up i show up kind of for who i am like just the way i am obviously with skills but um I, I don't think, I think it's important for your therapist to also show up like as a human. And I think that's part of the reason we're doing this podcast is because we want to be able to show people that, you know, your therapist is a human too. And we all have with personalities that might not match, you know, your vibe and that's okay too. So, um, so if he can't hang with like kind of how you show up in the room and hold that space in whatever way you show up, even if it's with your humor uh, you know, even if it's with a baby that he can't handle being th- thrown on the ground, um, right. then he's not the one, <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, you, you guys keep saying holding space. You've said it three or four times. I think what she is that saying that, what does that mean? 
I think, oh, well, for me, like, it's just being able to, I guess, not respond to the baby being thrown in some ways. Okay, I got to stop with the baby because we're not really going to throw babies. Um, But I think it's just being able to uh, respond with compassion and like holding space, meaning that no judgment. It's this is there's no judgment here. Mm -hmm. This is about being in it with the client, right? And just having that space being safe in whatever way that feels right for the client. Um, it's emotionally safe. So I think it's like a, an emotional holding space is what I'm kind of speaking of when I say holding, holding that space and just being there, to be honest. That's how I feel holding is. But how do you, oh. do you, would you say it's different, Lena, for you? No, I'd say that's exactly it. Yeah, I think it's like... <clears throat> being able to um you know show up sort of unconditionally for your client right so like in that way you know it, it it's very much a judgment free space you know and like you know they shouldn't respond in certain ways to certain things or maybe they do cuz they see it as you know in your benefit ultimately but yeah, I think it's really about just that unconditional, positive, you know, connection, right? And that they're allowing you to also get what you need out of it, right? And they're not necessarily always showing up with an agenda, too. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's very similar to a a really good teacher. Um, Mm -hmm. The shitty ones were always the ones where you know, they were using the same textbooks and telling you to do the same exercises over and over um, versus the ones that, um, and I've had very few, I mean, probably maybe two or three at most, where they're just like actually engaging you, um, getting you to to think for yourself kind of thing. So yeah, I think I could probably equate it to that kind of thing. Yeah, because if I, if I get the sense that this person, this, this guy that I'm going to start going to therapy with um, is just very scripted. And like, it's like, man, like you, I'm pretty sure you say this to everyone. Um, It's going to be a huge turnoff. And I mean, I guess I won't know necessarily, but I have a pretty good sixth sense about that kind of shit. So Hmm. hopefully it's not that. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, as we kind of wrap up, I think this was a good conversation for sure. Um, just on a personal note, brother, I think, uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of you for doing something different. Um, you know, Lena and I talk about therapy and we're like all about therapy. And I think, um, at the same time, I think it's all about healing and as corny as that sounds like it comes in different shapes and forms and just trying something different for you to unpack your shit sounds uh just like hopeful hopefully for me it's hopeful just to kind of see you do something for yourself and um yeah just taking care of yourself and I don't get really mushy with you or anything like that because you're just gonna um cry and so um I don't like I'm gonna cry cry. I'm gonna cry (laughs) not you (laughs) no no (laughs) okay I'm not gonna cry okay these are not tears just, um just eye sweat yeah i'm just sweating over here out of my eyeballs um 
so much, so much blinking over here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's cool. Uh, I hope this is a, this is going to be helpful for you. And yeah, let me know. You should really give us that, that, that profile though. Lena and I need to need to review it real quick. <laughs> yeah. Make sure like, it's not a lifeguard. <laughs> for sure. Like don't go beat him up. Right. Like, I feel like I'm telling on him and you guys are going to be like, yo, I heard you're charging Carlos $200. No, 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 and no. You, you ain't even a real gangster. <laughs> but, uh, we're just yeah. charging the therapist hazing, I guess. Yeah. No, thank you. I appreciate those words. Um, I've heard that a lot, actually, since I've let people know that I'm doing therapy or I'm going to go to therapy. Um, one that does kind of bug me, though, is the proud one doesn't bug me. The like brave one does bug me. I don't know why it seems a little antagonizing and it's like, bro, there's nothing brave about it to me. Like hmm. someone brave is like someone standing in front of a bulldozer in protest of something they really believe in. Like that shit is brave. Like that's courageous. Like me going to therapy is just something that's overdue. And I'm just speaking for myself, by the way, like I don't, I'm not trying to project this shit on anyone, but, um, I appreciate the, the, you being proud. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. I'm really proud of both of you guys for doing this podcast and, um, and doing it in a way that isn't so by the book. Cause I could see other there. I haven't heard other therapy um, podcasts, but I can imagine that they probably get edited a lot and that they probably have a very fine line between what can be said and what can't. And um, I'm a huge proponent of people who can just say whatever they want, obviously respectfully, obviously um, after they've done some research and not just blabbing to blab um, and um, not feeling like they have to, follow some norm or some you know status quo so really proud of you guys keep it going um i'll keep being a fan and if there's anything i could ever do to to help let me know and uh i'll be there for you oh thanks bro i think we need like money right lena we were trying to mm. do something with money so you didn't let I'm me gonna... finish i was gonna say if there's anything oh. you guys need for me oh. or you need help except for money yeah, oh Oh, oh, okay. Well, we'll just wrap this shit up then. Um, <laughs> so where can people find you uh, if they want to hear your episodes and your amazing laugh and humor? Oh, I thought you were asking for my address. Um, <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> At my house? Um, yeah, so I have two podcasts. Uh, one that's been running for almost 40 episodes. That one's in Spanish, strictly in Spanish. It's called Dicho Yecho. Um, and I'm looking, sorry, I'm looking at my phone because I don't remember the, what do you call it? The, um, the handle? The handle, or yeah. The... It's, yeah, so that one's just called Dicho y Echo P-O-D. So um, if you know Spanish, you're going to know how to spell it. And if you don't, then you're probably not going to understand this podcast anyways. So <laughs> so I'm not going to spell it. It's Dicho y Echo P-O-D, all one word. And then the, the more recent one that I'm doing, and I do that one with um, my friend Isaac, who also works at the company that I run. Um, great dude, super funny, um, and very relatable. And it's just about 
um i don't know it's a lot of like uh taboo topics in latino and mexican culture that we dig into with humor and our stories and then the other one is just called oliver sudden pod and that's oliver the name sudden s-u-d-d-e-n pod um and that's very similar um but uh without the cultural part i guess it's more of just me and who i consider one of my best friends um talking about stuff like therapy like we did or um yeah i don't know just random shit to be honest and um check it out if you go to either one of those pages you'll be able to uh, in our in our bio it'll take you to our spotify or apple or and then all of a sudden podcasts and in, in, in that podcast it's video as well which has been a grind by the way if you guys ever decide to do it let me know it's 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 um it's it, there's it's a lot more work so mm. um mm. but it's 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 i enjoy it there's a certain element to it when there's a camera pointed at you and you know that people are going to be watching it so. mm. yeah i mean i have trouble wiping my ass these days so i think that <laughs> just <laughs> you know just yeah just one one thing less would be great so but thanks brother i'll i'll uh i'll uh i'll hit we'll you up if i need it. that so wait, on those handles, it's Instagram, right? We're talking about Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. That's Instagram. Yeah. I'm not really on social media other than Instagram and um, the podcasts uh, also for the most part live on Instagram as well. All right. Cool. Well, this has been good. Um, Lena, any final, final words? No, thank you for, for jumping on with us. And I feel like we could continue this conversation for so much longer you know but you know definitely appreciate just being able to hear your experience and you know i think uh it's hopefully going to be a good experience and something that you get something out of hopefully this this guy's worth his shit yeah i hope so too if not i'll tell him that i know two therapists and threaten them <laughs> yeah and that <laughs> you have a lawyer yeah and that i have i have two therapists and a lawyer which one you want dog all right it sounds good uh thanks for the conversation y'all this has been good we'll see you or we'll talk next time thank you take care bye bye thanks for joining us for this conversation if you like what you heard follow us on instagram at i feel you pod that's the letter U, or you can email us at hello at ifeelyoupod.com. Again, that's the letter U. The music on I Feel You is from Thanks. You can find them on SoundCloud at THNX or Instagram at THNX Music. See you next time. Bye. Bye.